0: Oh we're gonna do an intro first. Intro first, intro first. Intro. Howdy howdy, this is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands. And we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now.
1: Welcome back, my friends. Another edition of North County Now, episode number 169. We got a hot show coming in today. Real good. We, we actually just covered most of the show <laughs> pre, pre-game. We're pre-gaming here with some Topo Chicos. If you guys follow me on Instagram, at I am Chris Erickson, you know there was a Topo Chico shortage, at least in Encinitas. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, my garage is stocked. <laughs>
0: so don't come and steal my topos. But I think uh, I'm probably only one of the only ones that knows your garage code. So yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> if they disappeared. I know where they went. <laughs> Thanks for tuning
1: in, North County. Now is where you come for all things North County. Sponsored by the Beach Life Group. That's our real estate crew here in North County, San Diego. But this isn't a real estate podcast, except for last week when Cassidy was gone. We mm-hmm. did do a little bit. Longer real estate section because we went live on YouTube maybe three weeks ago, two mm-hmm. weeks ago. And we had uh, another team member, Lauren, on who's been in the business for a long time. So if you guys want like a market update, what's going on, what's happening, go check out that episode, number 168, towards the end of the last half hour or so. But Cassie's back. Welcome yep. back. Thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome back. All nicely tanned, relaxed. Except for my
0: forehead. I wear hats the
1: whole time. <laughs> so <laughs> it's got a nice, a nice uh, forehead uh, line. So, yep. Um, back from Hawaii, back from the the wild blue yonder. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what they call it. I
0: don't. I don't know. What this is the happiest place on earth? I, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Favorite place on earth? Yeah. Uh, do you know what there's another shortage of? That uh, I guess might not be news to everybody, but the sriracha. There's a big sriracha shortage.
1: Yeah. But, but you get one bottle of sriracha last, last year, like, like, like three or four years. So. I know.
0: Well, and then so Chelsea's uncle is looking for it for we had a barbecue. A few weeks ago, uh, and he was couldn't find it anywhere. Went to a whole bunch of stores, and Chelsea just goes down to Robertson's and it's like fully stocked. <laughs> so oh, there it is. <laughs> so yeah, it's all maybe it's all at the Albertsons in San Marcos. So if you're looking for sriracha, it's all right there. Yeah, yeah. I
1: it's it, I mean it, it is good on certain meals, but it's like it, it doesn't go with everything. You can't have no. a burrito with the sriracha; mm-hmm. it just doesn't mix.
0: I like it with eggs. Sriracha and eggs yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's just like a good hot sauce. Yeah,
1: I guess that's, I haven't done that enough. But yeah, it's a nice thick mm-hmm. sauce to throw on top. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today's episode, we get a Hawaii recap because mm-hmm. Cassie was going to Hawaii, some fun stuff, maybe some, well, creatures. I'll just leave it at that. We got some, <laughs> some creature sightings. Uh, we got a little bit of surf update, skate park update from here locally in North County, San Diego. We're going to get into MLB update. Casey, eek yeah <laughs> it's not too happy about that but like yeah. i said last week it was all-star game so guess gonna give us a rundown there a few things to do we have some news we got there was one other thing what was it now we got a new, a new place opening new place opening carl's
0: van yep bagel spot in a new place closing. closing but possibly a new place opening in that same spot yeah. so yeah. we'll chat about that a little bit there we go
1: there we go so welcome back everybody be sure to subscribe comment mm-hmm. whatever you need to do i guess not comment review wherever you listen to stitcher apple uh google mm-hmm. spotify
0: are we gonna do a real estate minute or we we do like 30 episodes worth last time around yeah we did okay i think we're good
1: so All right. if you need some real estate info hit us up hello at northcountyca.com we got you covered yeah because there are changes the tides For are sure. turning Which we've mentioned a few times.
0: Just real quick, good opportunity. We had kind of just a win this past week. Uh, We had our our was it market update meeting or whatever today, and they were talking about wins. And um, we had some clients that got out of the market when things got crazy and got back in this past weekend. And Chris did a great job getting them to escrow on something. So shout out to it was nice. Yeah, it was
1: first off stuff to see. Second off, it wasn't. It wasn't a knife fight. We were out there, got to see a property that was on for like 30 days, which when they were originally looking, that was unheard of. It mm-hmm. was four to, it was three to five days mm-hmm. probably before it went pending. So it was nice to be out there, take a breath, kind of get to think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Not too long, but I yeah. <laughs> still want to make
1: you know, decisions quickly, but... But to not um, get a not best
0: nuts. a best and final counter. Yeah. Or when you write a perfect offer, yeah. like Senior Chris over here that does, get it accepted. No yep. counter, no nothing. So. Just accept that thing. Yep. So Let's move on. Congrats to <laughs> our clients.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, like we said, sponsored by Topo Chico. We got, oh, our craft corner too. There's a little bit. We got getting get a little bit into, well, obviously, beers of the week. A uh, little whiskey bar kind of locally, central Mm -hmm. locally. And then if we have time, if not, we'll save it for next week, but some Temecula wineries you might want to hit. So nice. Let's get into the episode. Cue the music. (laughs) We don't have music. Not
0: yet. (laughs) We don't have a producer. So
1: I am the producer.
0: Anyways, how was Hawaii, sir? It was awesome. As always. Um, I know Joel doesn't want to hear about it. So Joel, this is the time you turn the radio down for the next (laughs) five minutes. Um, but, uh, it was great. I mean, we uh, have been staying at the same place now for the last three or four trips that to the Big Island, and um, it doesn't get old. Yeah, honestly, it's so easy. It's you know the resort itself is great, but then we t- we just seem to find like new things and try new things every time, and we've had a lot of fun there. Um, and yeah, it it was awesome. Is the big island the island of Hawaii? Yes, it is the island of Hawaii. With, uh,
1: with uh,
0: Hilo and Kona are the Waimea. two main.
1: There's Waimea, Hilo. I think, on every single island. So <laughs> okay, that's I'm a hard say, one. Because this one's right in the middle. Waimea is right know, in the island. Waimea, I believe it's on, I uh, well, like you said, on every island. Maybe one on Oahu as well, but. Yeah, I think it's, there's uh, one in Hawaii, like some too. big waves. Like, that's like a big wave break is uh, Waialea, so. Yeah. It's not that one. This one's like right in the middle of the island.
0: No, this is like farm country. Okay. On the big island, it's like farm country. It rains a ton. Okay. Uh, It's kind of what splits um, Hilo and then the Kona side of the island in half. So, Or what connects them at least. Connects the two halves. Um, And we stay in Waikoloa, which is north of Kona by 20 minutes, kind of north of the airport a little bit. Um, And it's its own little resort village there's condos there's houses there's three two hotels plus a couple other um kind of condo style hotels which is what we stay in um i think chelsea's gonna start uh a blog just for that resort we stay at because <laughs> she said it to like six people while we were gone but it is i mean for families like ours two kids um it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, we did laundry like every other day. Nice. Um, we cooked, like we'd make breakfast instead of, you know, going out and spending a bunch of money. And we'd barbecue. I mean, get a nice piece of ahi and barbecue it up. Yeah. is
1: there is there a good spot you guys cruise to, or was like you just? I mean, everywhere. I'm sure hit, it's pretty.
0: Yeah, it's s- hit. It's it's weird. It's it used to be super easy. Yeah. I mean, we used to have this place that was at the harbor. Um, that was kind of an easy go to for finding ahi. And it's become. <laughs> I feel. I feel like every time we go now, it takes three or four stops to find ahi. And this time around, we like they have it, but you're just like, or uh, they're I don't know. no, like no, like they're out of it gotcha. already. Or um, timing has to be right too, because you got to pick it up and not go, be going somewhere after. And mm-hmm. um, but we drove into like the kind of town of Waikoloa, which is like where a lot of locals live, and it's, so their grocery store. And um they have a pretty good fish market there um and found it this time around, but um it's been easier. Now it's got a little more complicated. But it doesn't get any better. Is honestly. it the Marriott? We stay at the Hilton Hilton Grand Vacations, it's called Kingsland is the resort we stay at. There is a Marriott a there.
1: Kingsland.
0: Yeah. Their their photos stink, and that's why Chelsea wants to start a blog. <laughs> She's like sending photos of oh, like grand vacations. There we go. Like it's hard to find a picture of the pool, mm-hmm. uh, which has like three water slides, four water slides.
1: Is that a golf course around it? There's a
0: golf course around it, yeah. um, so all the views are either golf course or um, you get little peekaboo ocean views. And it's interesting it's just easy. on
1: Google Maps. One of the things that pops up is a a Japanese restaurant, mm-hmm. but it's all in Japanese sensei. I don't even know. Oh, okay, it's all the characters are in <laughs> Japanese. Which on Google, I mean, it's everything else is in English.
0: Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a the spot we stay is awesome. There's a bar at the pool, which if you stay like in a traditional condo, that's not usually the case. Yeah. Um, there's a little restaurant like for lunch and dinner, um, so it's just it's uber convenient. Let's put it that way.
1: Looking on a map, there's a lot of golf courses right yeah. down there. Yeah, it's and, like, and there's Montalani's like resort, and yeah. then you go across the, the highway or whatever, mm-hmm. and then there's like another yep. one over there.
0: Yep, it's cool. kind of a little stretch. There's kind of the three main resorts are Waikoloa, Monolani, and um, Mauna Kea. There's another one, Hupuna, in there too, but Mauna Kea bought it. Um, those are the three main ones in that section, and they all, I think they all have a golf course. Yeah, um, I think Waikoloa might have two, but I've, I've never golfed in Hawaii, which is kind of odd. Yeah, but. I like getting wet. I think yeah. that's the. I, I don't want to be in a hundred degree or ninety degree heat.
1: And it's kind of hard. It's usually you and the family. Yeah. It's Like, Bye, guys you're five out hours there with like another buddy who's golfing. You're yeah. like, I'm just gonna go golf by myself, guys. You yeah. Need right. to, you need like excuse, kind of like give me like, yeah. let's go golf.
0: Right. Exactly. And if I'm gonna disappear for four hours, I'm probably gonna go dive. Yeah. Like if family, like if my folks are there, uh, we'll go and dive a day. And that's kind of my one thing that I. Would pr- I prefer to do that like I don't get to die I can golf here yeah I don't get to dive here well, I could but I never would <laughs> It's too cold um, but yeah and did a whole ton of snorkeling um, our boys have finally taken to actually having a snorkel in their mouth rather than just a mask mm-hmm. which is which was super fun like this trip was kind of the uh, it was a big stepping stone and they're phenomenal little snorkelers now so it's fun to watch where do you guys snorkel? By your place? Um, so or there's – We drive. Yeah, we usually drive. Um, with access – or when when you stay at the Kingsland, you can go to the main Hilton Waikaloa, mm-hmm. which is a – it's the biggest resort I've ever seen in my life. Like yeah. there's a, a monorail to take you from building to building. Nice. And a boat that ferries you around. And But they have this big lagoon that the boys snorkeled in where you can see – we saw like eight turtles every time we went there. Yeah. Lagoon um, Grill. Yeah, Lagoon Grill is rad. Good food. Um, good beer. Some beers you can only get there, which is pretty awesome, too. So, on island.
1: What was the uh, brewery?
0: Oh, It's Kona, the Lava Man Red. Okay. But you can't get here. Yeah, I know so, you mentioned that before. Yeah.
1: It doesn't, you just teasing us out. I here. know, I know, <laughs> I know.
0: So, maybe someday, who knows, since they're now fully not craft. Yeah. <laughs> it might be here. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do a seasonal
1: release or something, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about a beer too that that you'll get a you would have gotten a kick out of um, from the. I'll tell you about it when we get there. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that part of this, but. And uh, so on that
1: as well, I'm just looking at a map and looking at all the stuff right around there. There's like Kona Tap Room right there. Is that, mm-hmm. that, that's yeah, where you that's get at the, the resort. That's okay. a different one. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's not the main Kona. Yeah. But yeah, there's that little tap room there. They have a little just like appetizers and stuff. Um, yeah, look
1: at right the first picture, lava man red. Yeah, see,
0: <laughs> they got like one, two,
1: three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different cone of beers. <laughs> I've, only, I've only seen what four <laughs> is that the ones that they usually have the golden Logger, the IPA? There's a couple IPAs, yeah. I guess so. You the, get Honolé, Castaway, uh, they, mm-hmm. Castaway. Then, they started adding the Honolé, yeah, like not recently,
0: a but in the last few yeah. years. Um, uh, there's a kua bay, which I don't know if that comes here. IPA.
1: Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah.
0: But then there's a
1: oh, longboard.
0: Yeah. And then Big Wave is the longer you were talking about. The golden wave.
1: so yeah, I guess it's usually those two big wave, the longboard. And
0: mm-hmm. then, I think they have a blonde too. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. And then and then um they have hula Oh, did you say the pale? Oh
1: they the have fire rock, yeah. I actually really like that one. It's actually it, pretty it kinda, good. The, the label, it's got like the lava and mm-hmm. stuff, even though it's not, maybe it's just like mentally, but it kind of mm-hmm. feels like you're drinking like a little bit of that fire rock, like <laughs> a little lava in there. Yeah. It's like, oh, I get a little bit of that lava flavor.
0: Yeah. I, for sure. If I knew what lava flavor it was. Yeah. Well, taste so, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah,
1: that is lava flavor. <laughs>
0: well, on the lava front. So like Kona is, rocky. or the Big Island is the only one that's obviously still active. The only one that's above water that's actively erupting. We're driving back from dinner our, on our second to last night there, and there's a full on like orange glow on the mountain next to us, uh, mile you know miles away. But yeah. um, <laughs> your first thought has to be, oh wow, there's lava right there. <laughs> even there's no, even though there's none on that side of the island, uh, but we I think we came to the conclusion that they burn trash. There's like a landfill there. I think they probably burn. So it wasn't lava. It wasn't lava, but it was definitely just. We looked at each other. We're like, "Hmm, interesting. We're driving right towards that. Should we keep going or? (laughs) Yeah,
1: go towards the lava, babe.
0: (laughs) And then our in our new um, our new adventure this time, we uh, saw a big creature. Yeah, which was fun. Um, The manta ray snorkel is like one of the biggest attractions i guess you'd say um in kona just because there's two spots where they are not a guarantee but they're pretty close to a guarantee that you'll see them
1: yeah if you could have tours i guess it's yeah. kind of like whale will watching tours you're you're kind of like we know where to find them or yeah i guess that they're they're probably somewhat not trained but like kind of know like hey if you see this do they feed them or something or? so
0: so they the manta rays eat uh plankton which is attracted to light okay so a whole bunch of years ago, there was a resort. Um, the Sheraton put these big lights out. Pretty, I don't, I don't think it was to attract mantas, but I think it was to. They had a bar and restaurant there, and they just shine the lights out mm-hmm. so you could see the ocean in the evening. And all of a sudden, the mantas started showing up because the the plankton shows up for the light. Then the mantas show up, and they enjoy a, a nice buffet of of plankton. They're like, yeah, and. Then the boats started coming, and the boats had their own lights. And then now they have, like, these – what we did was, like, a snorkel. um, Sequest is the name of the company that we went with, but there's 30 of them. Yeah. And they have these, like, rafts that have LED lights that shine down underneath. And so you hold on to the – everybody holds on to the raft, and the mantas literally come up right underneath it. Um, And it's a big creature. Yeah, I mean, they're –
1: I, don't, I think he posted it on a story.
0: Yeah, maybe a real. No, reel. a real. It was a reel. Yeah, so
1: yeah, Go to go to Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis R E, and you can check out the uh, Manta Ray Adventure.
0: Yeah, and I, would, um, all four of us did it. All four of us were nervous for our own reasons. I think if I was doing it by myself, I wouldn't have been nervous. It's a little bit more nerve wracking when you're going out with your kids. Yeah, uh, and wife. Sorry, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we all had like a little bit of nerve. And like, Braden was like, not gonna get in the water. (laughs) And we finally got him in, and he he lasted like 30 minutes, but it was like 45 minutes on the water. Um, and so the video, I took the video, but Chelsea and Cam, who stayed in, got to see three or four of them at the same time doing the somersault that they do Mm -hmm. to get as much plankton as they can. Yeah. Um, and they come very, very close because the plankton's all up close to the lights. So they literally just come up. Yeah, they were like. I could have touched it if I reached out in the video because GoPro, as you you know, I had the wide angle on. Yeah. If I would have reached out, I could have touched it.
1: Yeah, they were right there.
0: Yeah. Um, And, you know, they're, I think they grow to, now I'm I'm trying to open it up, but I think they get up to like a thousand pounds. So, and they can, and they can fish. Yeah, pretty big fish. Um, Actually, some of them, this one says they can get to almost 3,000 pounds. I don't know. They're they're big, big, and there's different breeds like in different parts of the country. So maybe the ones in Kona get to about that. Um, but they can also swim thirty miles an hour, and and when they're doing their little somersaults, they're only going like three or four miles an hour, just cruising. Yeah, but getting if you got completely knocked by a three, yeah. you know, a thousand pound creature. At, five miles an hour it wouldn't feel very <laughs> <laughs> good um, but that's why they keep your they give you noodles to keep your feet up so your feet don't dip down when you're snorkeling so when you knock, yeah yeah um which is probably the most uncomfortable part of the whole thing i'm used to I'm pretty buoyant so if i have fins on my feet don't sink anyway yeah. um and then yeah, i've a-
1: done that in a pool where you put the noodle under your
0: feet it's yeah. kind of hard to you just hang out. Yeah. (laughs) No, I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a bit of a current too. So we're like, we were attached to a boat for a chunk of it. There's these like 18 year old kids, like trying to pull it. Like our guides are like trying to pull the rafts (laughs) against the current. Um, but it was a blast there. It was, we'd do it again for sure. Um, Maybe not next trip. Maybe the next one after that. Give it a little time. What was
1: your... You said everybody has their own fear. What was yours?
0: I'd say the dark water. Yeah. I'd say that's Like we were talking right before you came on. I think... Yeah. uh, I'm not afraid of... Mantas aren't scary. Like, they don't have teeth. They don't have a stinger. They don't have... Like, other than being big, they're not scary. Like, when that first one came up and... We had seen a couple crews pass already, but when the first one came up and did its little dance (laughs) or whatever you want to call it, um, it's awe-inspiring. It's not... Scary at all? No, it's from the video. Look cool. But it's red the
1: The video from the top where you guys are kind of out in the ocean, yeah, right? and then it's like you see the you know the light underneath, but everything else is pitch dark. or pretty dark. Yeah, and you're like oh, yeah, that's scary.
0: Yeah, so we so Braden and I went back early because Braden was done, mm-hmm. and so the guide had to take us over to the boat. And there's a good fifty foot stretch where you're going over just darkness (laughs) like i kept kept putting my mask in the water i'm like why am i doing this like why like it's too dark to see anything stop putting your head in the water and just swim towards the boat which is lit up like let's go go (laughs) because when you get in the water it was it we did they do two tours every night um so we did the early the seven o'clock yeah so it was like just at sunset when we got in the water so it wasn't pitch pitch black That was the first picture. You and then see. the last picture is the float. And Cam and B- Chelsea were still out there when I filmed, but it was pitch black yeah. at that point. Um, but you can see the coast, like the the hotel is right there. Well, that's not too reassuring. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, so that for me, it's the darkness. I think also the the kid factor. Yeah. Making sure that they survive. That's what I was survive. thinking
1: too, like, you know.
0: Kids in the ocean,
1: anyways, but like, yeah. Kids in the ocean in the dark. You're like, just keep like one yeah. hand on them at all times. Like, yeah. stay here.
0: When when I the first time I ever did it, I was 19. I did it with my mom, my brother, a cousin, and my best friend at the time, and I had no fear in the world. Yeah. Like I was 19, 18, or 19, could give a rip. Yeah, or maybe 17. Some maybe I was 17. I just was. And you did it differently it, before it was just like a snorkel. Like you just went out and you were snorkeling around. Um, before they had the boat. Before they had the like special specialty like rafts and yeah. stuff like set up for it. Um, but like my cousin got like she went upright in the water and got knocked right in the backside by mm-hmm. one. So um, we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was in our video. Like they had a videographer at that time. Yeah. And it was in our video. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was definitely that's a factor too. Is you don't want to lose the the little ones. Yeah. Whoops. And not that you could. There's the guides are right there. There's people on the boat. And then there's like 10 boats. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole big group. So you get lost in yeah. all those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it matters what boat you get back on as oh, long yeah. as you get back. Yeah. <laughs> Made it
1: back, but without the kids. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah it was fun i definitely recommend it reach out if you want the the place we we ended up choosing uh you also have to be seven uh which braden's six and a half and we got approval to
1: you got the uh, the waiver Mm,
0: yeah we pretty much just had to say he's been snorkeling for since he was three and yeah swims better than me probably
1: (laughs) Watch. Throw them in. Watch. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Throw them in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sink or swim, kid. Let's go. But. And passed.
0: <laughs> so best meal. Mm, that's tough. Um, uh, we went to. So we went to a chain while we were there. Um, they have Tommy Bahama is like one of the main ones we go to because you can get reservations, uh, which is delicious. They have really good food and then they kind of tailor it to Kona. Like there's a lot of fish and had really good ahi there. But our best meal was on Chelsea's birthday. Um, happy belated birthday, Chelsea! Um, happy birthday. We went to Royce in Kona, which we've never been to it before because you can go to it anywhere. Yeah, and it was phenomenal. It's not on the water either; it's on like this little pond in Waikoloa. Um, but it was super nice, really tasty food. We had pokey nachos that were killer, really, really good. Um, and then Chelsea had swordfish macadamia and that crusted swordfish that's, that was that's
1: one of the better ways to eat fish I yeah. agree. yeah I, yeah that's one of my go-tos yeah you're like Dude, yeah sweet plus swordfish is like you know not too fishy yeah as the well yeah Soup.
0: whoa whoa <laughs> way window guys we're podcasting here <laughs> um so yeah roys was a winner and we literally I, we've been staying in the same spot for the last five years, maybe even longer. We've been going to Waikolo a long time and we've never been to Roy's. Um, is it and just... just
1: a Hawaii thing or is it
0: Roy's? Yeah. No, I think they, uh, I think they have them. Um, there's one in La Jolla. Okay. Yeah. So... I, mean, I have heard
1: the name before. I just never. Yeah.
0: It's a, I don't know how big of a chain it is, but it's like in the same vein as like Ruth's Chris. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of them. Um, and so we just, you wouldn't think to go to a chain. Like if you can go to it anywhere. Yeah. But, they also have things that they don't have in La Jolla there. Like, I got like blackened. I got ahi anytime I got a chance. So, I got black <laughs> and ahi there. I'll do the uh, ahi. Yeah, exactly. It just depends how they do it. Oh, like you like the uh, idea of the Mac Nut crusted or whatever. The ahi I had at um, Tommy Bahama was wonton crusted seared ahi. It was okay. so good, it was really good.
1: Just just hit hit the grill, Barely. Hit the griddle. Yeah, done.
0: I think as my brother says, swim it by the grill. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: just, just a little little pass, real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at your your pond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool little. It's just a water feature for the golf course. Yeah, slash the King's Shops is the is where that's at. So yeah, it's cool. Very nice. Best. Did you guys hit the beach at all? Yeah, we went. Best yeah, beach. Um. So my favorite, um, we have, I guess beach is a hard thing because we did, <laughs> we did only did one beach at Waikoloa. Um, it's called a bay is the, is the beach um, or is the bay there that the beach is at. Um, but there is a snorkel spot that we love up in, know, we call it the sugar plantation. I'm trying to find the, uh, actual name of it. Um, I wish this was live. I could text you <laughs> <laughs> um But it's like, a, I'll, I'll show you this isn't going to help, but it's literally an old like sugar plantation, so this is like the docks and stuff that nice. they used, but right. it hasn't been used in you know a really, really long time. Right by that bay or somewhere
1: else? At a different one, okay. yeah.
0: Um, and so it's got a ladder to get in, um, and it's just like you literally get in the water, and you're snorkeling like there's nice. reef right there um it's super easy of kids um and the a stands for Anahumalu, <laughs> Anahumalu bay <laughs> nice <you> go. good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's a good beach but the this one the sugar plantation i'm trying to find the spot i always forget um I'll uh, I'll find it and post it. We'll
1: have it in the show
0: notes. Yeah, we'll have it in the show notes. <laughs> um, it's just I like I have a pin on my um, – that's what I was trying to find. I have um, a pin on my phone because it's just a mile marker. Like it's not a – a lot of locals go there. Um, it's not a huge tourist destination, um, but it's a really, really cool snorkel spot. And you can go – I really like when you can kind of adventure in different spots, yeah. different ways each time and you can go in a lot of different directions and based on conditions you can go a really long way in a lot of spots. We saw one of the times we went there we saw an octopus. Nice. Like head kind of like fist size uh, head on the octopus with wear awesome
1: features they will get you.
0: <laughs> these are pre- these are smaller. They're not going to do any damage. <laughs> <laughs> um but oh, I found my spot but now I can't find um, and just a ton of oh, we saw a uh, flounder also this past time, peacock flounder, which is cool. Um, yeah, it was super fun, nice. Yeah,
1: all right. While you're looking for that, how about best
0: beer? Is it my beer of the week? Or? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> or did you get a different? Beer? Uh, so it's not my my. All the Ola beers are my favorite. There, Um, it's not my beer of the week. The Ola beers. But anytime we went to a restaurant that had it, mm-hmm. I got it. I love the Ola A'a, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is an IPA. Uh, they also have a pale ale. I think it's a pa'a. Chelsea's going to get a huge kick out of this. She likes when I speak Hawaiian because I'm horrible <laughs> at it. Um, but all the Ola beers are phenomenal. We tried to go there on our last day, like when we were flying out. Yeah. Um, but they're not open Fun fact. Not kitchen's not open Sunday and Monday. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. people. I know. They have a huge we have a, obviously have a problem with you know uh, employment mm-hmm. here. They have a really big problem. Yeah. Like even the snorkel boat that we were talking I was talking to the captain. And they have a whole bunch of high school students that are employed right now during summer break and he's like I don't know what's going to happen in the fall. Yeah, once they're gone. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. Which is a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer when their whole, when most of their, you know, business or a lot of their business is tourism, mm-hmm. so it becomes a uh, an issue.
1: It might slow down though during, yeah. you know, just normal vacation yeah. times as well.
0: Yeah, true. But he said that their tourism is back up to like hundred percent. Yeah. Um. All right, you ready for the snorkel spot name? Yep. Ma'u Kona Park. Oh. M a h u K O N A Park. I, that's a secret. Don't tell people. Um, and you literally just park on the the old pier and just jump right in. Far You'll get far north. It's pretty far north. It was. It's like twenty five minutes north of where we stay. Yeah. North of a cool little town called Kohala.
1: Yeah, There's a little. Uh, there's a little shack. I don't know if it's a bathroom. There uh, is. It's
0: a. It's the old railroad station. I think. Nice. When they. Because they used to train the sugar to some maybe harbor or something like that in Kohala. Oh, yeah,
1: there's the the piers. Mm-hmm. It's all busted down.
0: Yeah, it's all busted up. Um, there's a crane there that looks like it should should have fallen down like four years ago. <laughs> um, another a quick uh, another new spot we went for food and had like the best burgers I think I've ever had. Kind of in and out style, but yep. better. Um, was called Kohala Surf and Taco, or I mean. Uh, uh, burger and taco. I have to say it right because it's not burgers and tacos. It's burger and taco. They only have one <laughs> <Singular>. of each. <laughs> um, And the lady there we rated to lived in Cardiff for a whole bunch of years, lived in... Her mom lives in Escondido. So it was a cool... <laughs> she had lived there since was before it I was a little, born. Was just a little tiny place? Little? Yeah, uh, it's got a little restaurant, but because of the shortage in staff right now, uh, some days they only have the like the window kind of open. Yeah. And so when we went there, that's all they had.
1: Okay. I like a little window walk up.
0: Yeah. It was, it was expensive, but the food was phenomenal. It was really good. Nice. Um, Consensus was delicious. (laughs) (laughs) It's good consensus. Yeah. No beer. I mean, I think they have beer if, if their restaurants open, but they didn't have to go beer, which is a bummer. Yeah. But, oh, well, can't have beer everywhere. Uh, Uh. Can. um but yeah overall i mean i think we've talked about it for like 45 minutes now but it was great it was Good awesome times. do you have another question for me
1: no How's um it? i was
0: hoping your beer of the week was going to come from there but hmm. it came from
1: somewhere else
0: well my beer of the week is you want to do that did you what drink time? it in there when we were there yes okay yeah okay. It, yeah
1: well let's tie that in unless any other hawaii tips facts no
0: wait stay tuned for chelsea's blog it'll be <laughs> it'll be a lot but uh, she keep now she has like docs and stuff. She just if you have questions about where we stay in Kona, text or go. direct message me and I'll put you in touch with Chelsea. There you go. And she doesn't get anything out of it yet. Not yeah. Um, we're gonna work on some
1: blog in the
0: works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it was a great time. Nice. How about your beer of the week? Beer of the week? I was so hyped. Chelsea probably is sick of hearing about it, but I mentioned like four <laughs> times about Maui. Is it still, is Maui still buying one times or did it change again?
1: No, as, as a, I think they're close, like they're the front runners. Okay. I think they have the last update was
0: they are moving forward with it. That's all I've heard. Okay. So. Um, so obviously drink a lot of Maui beer when we're there too. as you should. Um, exactly. And, um, the first day I went to the market and they have some of their limited release beers. Maui limited release beers. Maybe coming um, here soon. That's that. <laughs> the and that's what I kept saying to Charles. I'm like, I'm so excited if you know Maui you know, ends up buying modern times, maybe we'll get some more of these. Um and it's called like like I said, limited release, Mosaic mohazy IPA.
1: Mosaic Mohazey. Yep.
0: Um cool looking cans, uh seven percent just mosaic hop IPA single hop. Nice. Um and it was delicious. Uh, I don't think that Hawaiians and the tourists that go there are huge hop fans because this beer was like from February. So it was a little bit sk- <laughs> skunky, but it was still really tasty. Yeah. Um, but you could just, a lot of like the light beers and like Coors Light's like empty. Yeah. Bud Light, empty. Gone. And then you've got all like the local crafts and stuff. And I think it's only San Diegans and people from Portland that, that buy those when they go out. <laughs>
1: so they needed to expand is what you're saying. Exactly. Like, they had uh, the beer, they just didn't have the people yeah. to drink the beer. <laughs> That's
0: right. Well now he has they have a blonde, they have that mana wheat or whatever. Yep. They have a lot pineapple of pineapple
1: mana, they yeah. got the coconut hewa, yep. the porter, which is always tasty. Yep. Oh. I don't know if it goes so well with the heat, but it is. Yep. I did have it at the bar last time we were there, outside bar, like a
0: poolside bar. Nice. Double did,
1: overhead,
0: which I didn't see when we were there. Uh the one I got you is I sent you a picture, limited release Land of Rainbows oh, the yeah. sour. Yep. So you could get, get, get to give that Beautiful a try. Beautiful can. Really cool cans. They survived the plane ride, which is awesome. Nice. <laughs> <They're always laughs> they, like, uh... they were also newer. They're from April instead of okay. February, so nice. And the sour. I don't think it really matters as much anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't think. I think they're. We we'll just either, get more not, sour either way. But yeah, I, I think. I don't think the amount of hops or whatever. Um, what's the other? I think hops is the most thing yeah. that makes it skunky. But yeah.
0: So anyway, yeah. So. They have a lot of options out there. Yeah. Um, and then, just as a, a side note, I think I probably mentioned this last time, but we went to Kona Brewing uh, the first time we were out, or right when we got in the first day, which is our favorite spot for food. But then they had, we went with my brother and my mom later in our trip, and they had a tasty little treat, which uh, I, Donovan got, and I got a little taste of and it's an american style brown ale so they're, this is their backyard i think it's called backyard it, batch this is kona this is kona but it's their backyard batches their original brewery is at the restaurant okay and so it's just a little facility yeah uh, but it's where they started now they have a huge facility like one block or one building over from that and that's where they do all the production for the islands mm-hmm. and then they have local like somewhere in the us they have a couple other for domestic. Yeah. Um, but they have backyard batches. Now they brew little small batch stuff that's only sold at the restaurant. Oh, nice. And not to go or anything like that. It's only to consume in the restaurant. Oh, I like it. Yeah, pretty rad. Um, and so Tasty Little Treat is what Donovan got and it was an American-style brown ale brewed with sea salt, cocoa, and orange peel. And it was a really good brown.
1: That sounds like a good, interesting combo.
0: Yeah. I mean – what was the middle ingredient? Cocoa. Cocoa is
1: always a good brown addition. Yeah. And then I guess salt, kind of chocolate, mm-hmm. brown, salt, uh, orange peel. You kind of get like, I know you kind of use that for, it kind of reminds me of a, not a Manhattan, but a old fashioned, mm-hmm. kind of rub, rub it around on the rim. So you
0: kind of get a little bit of that bitter taste in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was good. really good. Yeah. You would have got a kick out of that one yeah. for sure. All right. Might go be a Dakota. reason to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're Kona also is. not
0: open Sunday and Mondays as well. I, so, I, I, come on, people. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the Kona, and that's my Pure of the week. All
1: right, I like it. Mm-hmm. So we might see, yeah, if we have Maui coming out here, maybe beyond there. I know you get like the Mana Hiwa, big swell, mm-hmm. bikini blonde, or the normals. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's right, bikini Blonde. They're
1: second level. I mean, these are these these are all their. They call them their year-round, they're, I guess their cores more or less. But if you get, like, those are kind of like those four. Mm-hmm. But then they have the Double Overhead, which is the Double IPA. Mm-hmm. The Powahana is a Pilsner. Mm. I haven't seen that one out here. I haven't seen Sunshine it. Girl Golden Ale. And then uh, Pueo Pale Ale. Hmm. So maybe 2023, guys. It'd be nice. We shall see. It'd be cool. Yeah. And then the limited release. You got the Sour, the Mosaic Mohazy. A rice beer karoshi rice lager oh. and then uh makena cloud hazy ipa
0: hmm. i didn't see that one
1: i've had those rice not this maui rice but i think harlan has a japanese rice well, lager yeah. it's tasty it's because it just i don't know if it's the rice or i mean that's my obviously that gives it a lot of flavor but mm-hmm. it's like a little sweeter mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a kind of rolling rock-ish. I don't, yeah. I don't think rolling rock is
0: rice. <laughs> well, like it's Sapporo. Always, like all oh, the yeah. right? Aren't, aren't like the Sapporo and the um, uh, Asahi, aren't those rice lagers? I don't know. I think they are. They could be. Or it's just kind of got that sweeter yeah. flavor. Yeah, It's like the opposite of a Mexican lager, which is like that corn. It's a different kind of sweet. Yeah. It's a corn sweet.
1: But. Yeah. Let's see here. I'm just trying to find out where the Maui, where you could find Maui Brew near you. Let's go with stores. 18 locations. That's it. You got Craft Shack, Chips Liquor, Holiday Wine Cellar over an Esco, San Diego Wine and Beer Company, Drizzly, they're just a delivery company, so <laughs> Lazy Acres, a lot of spots local, so I bet and BevMo, so that's pretty tough find. <laughs> oh, yeah, but. usually,
0: yeah, BevMo usually, I've had pretty good luck. Yeah. At least with Big Swell. Yeah. yeah. Big Swell's cool. cool. A really good IPA. Yeah. I could drink that a lot. Good stuff. What's your beer of the week? So,
1: I'm going with uh, ginger beer of the week. <laughs> 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 I'm going to share the the San Diego Beer News beer of the week because it's it's from our our friends. But mm-hmm. laid off the uh, the booze this week, so good for you. Um, you know, just crushing these topos, <laughs> and then I was like, I kind of want like a little kick, but. You know, so just mix add it up. some
0: whiskey into your toba. <laughs> no, no, no. So oh, your ginger g- beer, ginger beer. Yeah, non-alcoholic um, or alcoholic?
1: Non-alcoholic. Yeah, Reed's ginger beer, extra, ginger? whatever spicy or whatever they call it. So that's my beer the that week. It's ginger beer, but I did see Maui <laughs> Brewing. Hey, what brand? Of Reed's. Reed's. Yeah, it's just a standard one you see at um. Where did I get it? Vons or whatever.
0: I like the. What's oh. the chicken? cock and bowl or whatever yeah, it's called yeah do they have they do have a ginger beer <laughs> they as well.
1: do yeah no next time on my next ginger alcoholic. beer purchase non-alcoholic will probably be a Bevmo because they have a bigger selection of those mm-hmm. um but yeah i just kind of wanted something to mix it up a little bit so do, I, when you're making a
0: cocktail with a ginger beer do you use non-alcoholic or alcoholic non-alcoholic oh, okay i don't know i guess you could do it either way i've, I've done, only had I've it done like, it both ways yeah because we used to do what is it? I don't think Oak, I've ever had an alcoholic ginger cock, beer. Oh yeah, it is cock and bull. I was right. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, um, that I think that's alcoholic though. But I used to make them with that. Yeah, often like a uh, like a mule. Mule. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't had. I'm
1: trying to think. No, I was just looking at Maui though. They do have a island ginger beer soda, mm. and then they have an island root beer as well. Nice. So, yeah sounds good
0: i did not see those yeah i don't think they were in a different section <laughs>
1: <laughs> but my craft beer of the week so since we i mean we always do our beer of the week but so does san diego beer news where we get a lot of our beer news and stuff they come out with a bunch of local stories but Persian beer company focused Focuses IPA fueled environmental efforts on coastal kelp forests. Reclaim the Sea, Mm -hmm. their newest, one of their newest IPAs. This was released on July 22nd. Uh, Reclaim the Sea IPA. Um, They, in 2019, Virgin Beer Company teamed up with the Natural Forest Foundation to craft a beer called Reclaim the Wild.
0: Oh, I remember that. that Yeah. They gave the recipe, or the recipe went to a whole bunch of breweries. Yeah. And then all the proceeds, not all the proceeds, a portion of the proceeds went to either national parks or forests or something like that. Yep. uh, Reclaimed the wild for each can of the IPA
1: that was sold. Virgin planted a tree within a national forest with the first 5,000 of an eventual 25,000, helping to reforest land devastated by northern california's campfire now those carlsbad based do-gooders are at it again this time applying their energies to replenishing the coastal kelp forests and it goes in it does uh telling kind of you know it does trees are dying this guy kelp is i'll just read it then kelp is a powerful ally to fight against climate change as it draws carbon dioxide from the air and stores it in the earth it does so at a rate at five to ten times higher than rainforest virgin mm-hmm. partner this time with uh this time around is sea trees which will plant an additional two thousand square feet of giant kelp forest along california coastlines as a result of this charity initiative all you have to do is make that happen by drinking this week's featured beer reclaim the sea so we, we just had a beer and help the
0: world yeah Help the world breathe. Um, we just had, the boys had, like, these fun facts, like, ocean creatures and ocean facts and stuff. And one was what produces more oxygen in the ocean or the or rainforest. Mm-hmm. And, like, as kids, you always thought it was trees, for sure. Like, that was just pounded into you. Protect the rainforest. But it is, by far, the ocean. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's, it's kind of odd. I
1: didn't even know, I didn't even think about planting kelp forest like you could even do yeah do something like that so yeah it's uh, interesting yeah i guess we don't see the under under
0: well, in a lot of it too world yeah exactly do, it, it says the majority of this production is from oceanic plankton drifting plants algae and some bacteria that can photosynthesis synthesize so interesting
1: yeah and obviously it's a virgin beer so, so it's gonna be good it's gonna be delicious it looks on the picture it's like nice bright 6.5 percent um, just dropped on last Friday, so the 23rd. So I'm sure they still have a little bit, but as with all their beers, they go kind of quick. I know actually here in Encinitas, uh, Village Liquor, is that the one right off Ensign's Boulevard here? Yes. So they have a beer cave, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they have, they carry a good stock of version. So they always usually have a few, uh, not pallets, but a few uh, cans, a few cases of. Their new releases, so they'll have all the Travanas and calls by Crushes and all that kind of stuff. But they seem to do a good job about getting this kind of stuff too. So maybe you could go check there as well. Nice over here in Encinitas. So yeah, that was my um, your living, dry week. Yeah, dry week. <laughs> my dry beer of the week. <laughs> Next week it'll be grapefruit topo
0: chico. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: All right, let's talk, chat. Chat. Well, let's get into, real quick, since we're in Craft Corner, uh, I'm not going to go through all these, but 12 Temecula wineries on your bucket list. Mm-hmm. We'll see if you've been into any of these. So, obviously, California, this is our wine country, mm-hmm. Temecula, um, but we know the main one, South Coast, what's mm-hmm. the one you go to that you're a club member of?
0: Um, Danza del Sol. Donza del Sol.
1: But, I was just scrolling through this article from Thrillist, and they have, like, just even some of the, like... Landscapes. I mean, it's all very pretty out there, but mm-hmm. I've only been to literally, yeah, probably those handful, you know, three, four, five places just because it's like, oh, we know this place. Let's, let's yeah. go there. But um, this one looks pretty cool. Leoness Cellars, known as much for its tall brick towers, for its signature Cabernet Sauvignon. But it's got like this, uh, huge outdoor area looks like definitely kind of restaurant side which a lot of them are have have been going to so Mm um the namesake restaurant is on site it's wonderful when you're looking for a more upscale dining experience to accompany your wine adventure i think we've (laughs) i think we've been there nice it looks familiar leonis cellars there was a cougar vineyard and winery Never been there. After a couple of decades as home winemakers in Texas and Eastern Washington State, Rick and Jennifer Buffington purchased a small plot of land in Fallbrook and planted it with bruschetto, a relatively obscure Italian varietal grown mostly in Piedmont. Hmm. And they purchased their Temecula property in 2005. So Cougar Vineyard and Winery. Calloway. I don't know if it's... Callaway. We've been with there. Callaway. Yeah, it is.
0: Cool. Really cool views. Like ho- one whole side of it is all glass. Yeah. It's red. It's uh, very modern.
1: It looks like it is with the namesake of Calloway.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. In
1: 1969, long before he became one of the leaders in the golf industry with the wildly successful Big Bertha line of golf clubs, Eli Reeves Calloway Jr. purchased a plateau of land in the Teme- Temecula Valley that benefited from the cool Misty Mountain range and provided spectacular views. I think Cassie just told us that. So it's one of Tomekola's founding estate wineries.
0: So we have been to Leonis. It's really, just going back to that one, I knew, I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah. It's really right around the corner from our the one we had the wine club with, Tonsa Nice. It's like two-minute drive. Right on. So we've been there a couple times.
1: Yeah, a lot of these are like super close, just kind of down that, that, main ra- that main drag. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we've done, we did a tour bus thing where they took us to two or three or three or four, maybe. Callaway was one of them. Yeah. Um, and then there were a couple other ones, but uh, it's a good route to go yeah. to, if you don't want to drive. And then South Coast is, we stayed at the South Coast Winery. We might which need has to a hotel. do our hotel live from Leonis. Sounds good day. to me. <laughs> that, that, that actually goes with
1: nice. When the girls out, they could hop on the podcast, enjoy a little Vino on a nice day. Yeah, for okay. sure. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> Another
1: one, Fazelli Cellars, uh, stunning modern Moorish architecture. I don't know what that means, but the picture looks like a lot of brick, kind of looks castle-ish. Mm, nice. Um, and warm hospitality are the hallmarks of Bizan BJ Fazelli's beautiful winery, which boasts the widest range of varietals in Temecula Valley. Traditional tastings are not offered, but flights and wines by the glass or bottle are available. So they don't do the, maybe that's why, because we always do the ones with tasting rooms. So they oh, have, yeah, yeah. you know, go in, get five tickets or whatever, make friends with the bartender. You get a few extra, mm-hmm. a few yeah, extra pours. A pours <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's a Akash Winery. It's kind of like a, uh, I don't know. I don't like this one that much. <laughs> just, it's just like a big It's like a big warehouse building just set right well, yeah. in the middle of a beautiful vineyard. A little more modern. Little mm-hmm. Look, I mean, it does look cool. Go there, South Coast. You got <laughs> South Coast, and then Bailey Vineyard, and then uh, have you been to Miramonte?
0: Yes, we have been to Miramonte.
1: Perched at fourteen hundred feet, Miramonte Winery has one of the loveliest views in Temecula yeah, Valley. Yeah, pretty. Long. Focusing on the varietals of Southern Rhone Valley, they branch out to include those from Spain and Portugal, including a bunch of ones that I'm not going to read because <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but. Uh, they do have a little bistro there as well. Dofo Wines. Marcelo Dofo grew up on a family farm in Argentina. When we lived in uh, uh, Tahoe, one of our actually he was we worked with him, but then he also ended up becoming our roommate. Lived under the stairs for a, a, a while <laughs> we didn't have a room. But so our staircase went up, and there's like I don't know about four foot of space, so we put a bed under there. Uh, Nacho, what's up, Nacho? If you're listening, he, mm-hmm. he was from Argentina. But when he moved back to Argentina after from Tahoe, he tried to set up uh, like a little wine exchange or, you know, tried to import some Argentinian wines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something you never like. You go to the wherever, Bebmo mm-hmm. and you look at like, what well, we know like the Napa. We know like the Sonomas. Mm-hmm. We know like the Italian. I mean, French, but a French wine mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really ever look in that section. Mm-mm. Um I mean, Italian's a big one. What else? Spanish, only because I went to Spain, mm-hmm. so we drink some Spanish wine. But you don't think of Argentinian wine a lot. So, yep. um, but apparently they do make some some fine wine over mm-hmm. there as well. But uh, Dofo wines up in Temecula Valley. He a visit to his ancestral home in Italy, even though he was from Argentina. Uh, <laughs> first in his garage, and then uh, on a smart par- parcel land he he purchased in Temecula Valley. Uh, he's got some Syrahs, some cabernet, some zinfandel, some malbecs, red blends. I'm a I'm a red blend guy.
0: Yeah, I like I could do red a good blends. red blend. <laughs> me so, too. <laughs>
1: uh, during the summer months, the winery has free live music on Friday evenings. So nice. go check all those out. But yeah, a lot to explore out in Temec. Yep. And then lastly, and lastly, last in craft corner is the whiskey bar that we talked about. It's out. It's called the Huntsman Whiskey Bar at Rancho Santa Fe Inn. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of yep. it? Yep. Is that the name yep. of the whole Ranch Santa inn? <laughs> <laughs> and who knows where they are now? Cassie mentioned we did a video out there, and they were doing renovation – or no, it got purchased. They were going to do renovation, so we'll see where it goes. But the Huntsman Whiskey Bar is a salute to an era of, explore, uh, of uh, exemplary – oh, my God, that's a very <laughs> – d- I just got ahead of myself there. Exemplary sport and riding and a nod to the old Santa Fe Hunt Club – uh, while foxes are not safe from the huntsmen, hounds and their owners can sit by the roaring fire, enjoying small batch whiskeys, including a custom blend Woodford Reserve bourbon. So you can join the club. You can get into their monthly tasting events. You can. Um, it's right at the end. Go check it out. I love a little. It's kind of like uh, well, I like any whiskey bar. Mm-hmm. Just but they're um, open outdoor. Dining on the courtyard Tuesday through Saturday, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. So,
0: how much do you think the inn was purchased for? It's pretty small. Let's go with 17 million. Oh, it's 28. Oh. It's more than a, I. For some reason, I thought it was that seemed low. But JMI Realty bought it. John Morris, Santa Pottery's owner. Oh yeah. Their group bought it, and they're planning on putting 12 million dollars into it. Um.
1: So that'll bring it up a bit.
0: Yep. Uh, it will start in September and conclude next May.
1: Good Lord. That's a lot of, I mean, I guess like you said, the rooms are old. Everything's kind of old, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's older. The pro- I mean, the property itself is amazing. Yeah. And like when you start to think about, I don't know how many acres it is, but if that was split into homes right there in the village, it would be, Oh, it's 21 acres. I mean, that's pretty, that's, that's some prime real estate right there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Um. yeah it's cool
1: I'm sure there'll be a few years in the making
0: yeah I would say yeah it says next year but I don't that seems a little uh, but they're renovating they're moving this historic hotel spa and upgrading it Um. so yeah they're doing a bunch of stuff over there
1: yeah, I've never, I'm just looking at an overhead map. I've never
0: been past the front lawn. <laughs> they don't let you pass the front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> they do not let me pass the front
1: lawn. I was scrolling through it on a map. I was like, dang, that is pretty big. We
0: stayed in a room right next to the front lawn yeah. uh, when we went to Emma and Noah's wedding there. Um, so we got to go past, they let us pass the front lawn. We got to go to the bar. Nice. And then the reception area. Well, lucky um, you. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It was a good spot. Um, it's very, I like that kind of old school feel that it had yeah so now it'll be a little more i mean they'll keep school. it ranch
1: of santa fe yeah style yeah. i'm sure they're not yeah. gonna you know just kind of fix it's such a big property like 12 million dollars doesn't go all that far yeah but i mean it'll be somewhat somewhat similar yep agreed tile roofs
0: yeah Ranch-ish
1: white style yep <laughs> Very cool. Let's get into baseball before we sign off. Oof. How's baseball? Give us the, <laughs> all, the all-star <laughs> wrap-up. Yeah. And then we'll give you updates on
0: our boys. <laughs> so All-Star um uh, I was telling you that I think the home run derby was more exciting than the All-Star uh game itself. Yeah. Um Home Run Derby had two super young dudes in the finals. Um one who might now have a bruised wrist <laughs> from the all-star <laughs> game. But uh, Julio Rodriguez, who I didn't even know that was a player, J-Rod, um, is 21 years old and was in it nice. and was the runner-up. He got all the way to the finals. Yeah, um, And Juan Soto on the Nationals. So Julio Rodriguez is on the Mariners. And then Soto on the Nationals won it, and he's only 23 years old. So it was like a battle of, of the young babies. bucks. Yeah. Um, but I think our Chelsea and the boys and I were watching uh, Albert Poolhouse's round, like mm-hmm. his first round, uh, which was super fun. I thought I didn't think he'd have a chance. Yeah. Like I figured after he hit like eight of them, he'd just want to like quit because <laughs> he's forty two years like, old. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I've had enough. Um, but he ended up tying in the first round, put or forcing like a tiebreaker in the first round, and ended up beating uh, uh, Schwarber. I think Kyle Schwarber. Um, and it was really cool just seeing all the players kind of gather around him and be all excited. And um, he's he was in the All Star Game as like a him and Miguel Cabrera as like the senior players. <laughs> they like the MLB voted them in, yeah, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I know that Pools is retiring. Cabrera might be retiring too, but um, but yeah, it was that the Home Run Derby was fun, and then the game was, um. Uh, it's really two innings of offense national league scored two runs in the first american league scored three runs in the fourth that's their final saying, score like, was three to two. kind of towards
1: the end they're like "Ooh, we thought the uh, national league was going to break the the, the cycle this, here by okay.
0: scoring two in the first yeah
1: no they put up like four in the first
0: no they only scored two scored runs two? in the whole okay. game <laughs> well,
1: maybe four hits or something <laughs> yeah, maybe or, okay yeah yeah i think they got four hits in the something. first yeah they're like oh it's gonna be a, a good a game and they're like that was that was it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> no. I mean, you think about it, though. It's like, like how much offense can you really expect when every pitcher is an ace? Right, they're going to come out there, you know, just dealing. Dealing, yeah, for sure. I mean, every hitter is the best too, but it's it's hard to match up unless you see a pitcher a bunch of times, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, and, and that was <laughs> it was pretty clear. The. Uh... I mean, the American League is one. I think it's some stupid amount of like seven in a row or something. I think this was yeah eight or nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. something like that. They were talking about it. Yeah. Did
1: you see? Did you like how (laughs) the pitchers and sometimes some of the fielders had like had the earbuds in, talking to the announcers? No, I didn't see that. Uh, I was like, uh, I saw the dude at center field um, uh, for the American League. I forget who it was. Maybe it was a young kid. yeah, it could be for the Mariners. Uh, yeah, Rodriguez. Maybe yeah. I, I forget who it was. Anyways, but yeah, they had an earpiece in, so he's talking like why the game's going on. Yeah, and, I've seen it like, like on
0: broad. Some of like the I think Fox does it or ESPN. Maybe it's ESPN on Sundays. Does it? Yeah, it's fun. Like it's interesting.
1: It, yeah, at some point too, they had the pitchers were talking to the oh, really? to the to the, like Smoltz was the announcing, and mm-hmm. at one point, pitchers like, all right, hey, what do you want me to throw, John? He's like, uh, oh, whatever. Cool. Like back foot slider or something like that like nice low uh, whatever it was and like sure enough he's like all right boom just Uh, hits it like right in the ground that's cool so it was but sometimes they you know he's like trying to figure out like pitchers trying to figure out what to do or you know i mean it's all-star game so it doesn't really matter right you don't have to pay too much attention but you know trying to figure it out and they're like yapping in their ear talking about like stuff like not even about the pitches or the Mm -hmm. game they're like oh so you know what do you think about this and the guy's like i don't know like shaking off pitches, yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. it was
0: well, funny I, I, you're right like in the all-star game it really doesn't matter but I watched Francisco Lindor the shortstop for the Mets yeah. doing it on like a national broadcast and it's literally like he's chirping in second baseman like I got I got the bag yeah, ch- chatting with the pitcher like I got you covered it here <laughs> like yelling at him to move over two steps and talking to them I'm like and that's between every pitch Yeah, it's like okay I gotta play like two steps this way and then it was nuts <laughs> it was fun I mean it was actually pretty entertaining to watch yeah um we don't go into as much detail in softball. It's like you move, you go that way a little bit. You got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody will throw it to the wrong guy anyway. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I, I like when they mic them up. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It does seem like it's a little distracting. Yeah. And I feel like every time a manager gets mic'd up, they give up like three runs. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's definitely entertaining. I don't know how,
1: like if I was, maybe it's in their contract or something. You I think it is. I think they have to do on it. mic or whatever, for mm-hmm. whatever amount of time. But at, being out there as a player, be like, eh, I don't know, dude, I, like trying to play a game. Like I said, yeah. all-star game, who cares? But yeah, for like a normal game. You're like, I don't know, dude, this yeah. doesn't make sense. I agree. Um, they, they were going over. That's what I was hoping for. Kind of towards the end about, a uh, if they did tie, they, oh, yeah. they started doing like, a. uh,
0: yeah, they wouldn't go to extra rules. innings. It was like a home run derby. Yeah, home run derby. Yeah. I was
1: like, oh, cool, that'd be fun. Like, I know that happened.
0: I was really hoping, but <laughs> National League
1: could not pull it through. So we did not no. get to see that.
0: Oh, no, National League's kind of like the Giants. Yeah,
1: yeah. Giants uh-uh. last ten four and six. They are same as the pods. Five Hunsky. Every oh, almost everybody. Rockies are six and four, and then the Dodgers seems like every week are eight and two in the last ten. Eight and two, eight and two, eight yeah, and two. It's brutal. Um, so the Dodgers are pulling away in the National League West, 11 and a half games up from the Padres, who are 54 and 44. But yeah, I saw they lost to the Tigers last night, 4-10. to Ouch. Um, played the Mets prior. But
0: anyways, They still- beat the Mets two out of three. Yeah. Which is good, because the Mets are a good team. Um, uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. And the Tigers aren't a good team, so hopefully they can get some wins out of there but yeah yeah giants lost seven to nothing to the diamondbacks last night yeah. after being swept in a four-game series by the dodgers so nice. uh, they went into the all-star break winning three out of four against the brewers and i was feeling good and confident and then just <laughs> 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 never <laughs> mind throw back, that out the window back to reality yeah so only two and a half back from the last wild card spot for the Giants. Nice, which gives right, that, me a reason to watch it at least for a couple more days.
1: It is as long as there's some sort of a carrot chance. Yeah, carrot. you're like they're not out yet. Even when the Padres, I mean, they're better this year, but past years, it's like, oh well, they're still five games out from the wild card, and mm-hmm. there's 50 games left. So You're like, you know, my, let's let's see what. I mean, it hasn't happened, but yeah, I know. <laughs> a few seasons ago, but. Um, yeah for the most part I mean my baseball knowledge when you said the Mets too <clears throat> I just go back to like probably I don't know when I used to actually really pay attention probably like late 90s early 2000s so like the that's Mets awful that's my team Yeah. like oh the Mets are hor- but they're yeah. 59 they're and 37 leading they're, the east yeah they're they would be still like five games back in the national west <laughs> but um yeah Mets you know like back in the day you know the the Cardinals
0: those when Pujols was a young buck mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah uh, who else are always good day?
1: yeah
0: i mean that's they're they're just consistently good yeah um yeah, yeah i mean that's the
1: i think the braves when they had that uh pretty good crew going i mean yeah. they're decent this year too
0: but yeah the braves were always the consistent they were in it they didn't win did they win any no
1: they won lot,
0: last year two years ago no i don't know i don't know <laughs> that's how great my knowledge is my recall is not good so uh, i just i just remember that that was always a big disappointment is that the Atlanta Braves didn't win um, a whole bunch of world series when they had maddox yeah. and all those guys chipper uh, um jones um but Advanced the they world world won in 2021
1: five times in the 90s 91 92 95 96 99 and only one ninety-five 95 versus the Cleveland Indians. Indians. And
0: that, I think that's the game where Omar Vizquel botched something or Jose him and Jose Lima had some beef. And literally every time they faced each other, Jose Lima would bean him when they were on opposite <laughs> teams. <laughs> he was, was that move. like super, remember that super emotional. He was crazy on the mound. Um, I don't just really odd dude. Yeah. And, but every every time he faced Omar after, because I think maybe Omar blamed li- losing the World Series on 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 Lima or something just like that. Beamed him, so he just beans him, <laughs> beaned him constantly. That's great. Oh, that's good. But yeah, there's there's Lima. He was just a crazy, intense, emotional player.
1: They the the year they did win 1995 was a shortened season, 144 games instead of 162. So. Does it count? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think All so. All right. Well, we'll have more <laughs> updates for you next week. Anything we missed, sir? I don't think so. All right. Well, I think that was a heck of a show. <laughs> we, we did. We crushed it there. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you guys are listening. Dropping new episodes every single week here on North County Now. Episode one seventy coming up next week. Find me over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. You got Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis, R-E. Come say what's up. Hello at NorthCountyCA.com. Catch you guys all next
0: week. Adios.